With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. George Romero, you're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Lori Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, follow me. And thank you Romero for that super awesome introduction this week, and welcome zombies to zombie cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 172, where I'm Sean, I'm Ted, and I'm thank Saucy, yes, and thank you zombies for another demo to zombie cast this week. Follow each individual host as we love to meet with the zombies. 
all week. So, guys, you know, Matt is returning later in October, uh, right before uh, Season 6 of The Walking Dead starts, which is one of our hosts for the new listeners. And then our very own Norma Latte. She is, uh, she's running a little bit late. She may be on the last 30 minutes, but uh, she's a school teacher, so she has some school events tonight and uh, was not able to make it. Uh, you know, we got a couple of good announcements that we're about to announce. We've been doing good in the ratings. We want to thank the zombies here in a second. But uh, we do have a couple of people helping us out this week. And for one, is Mr. Tiger Claw for streaming us, playing the intros and stuff like that. So, Tiger, dude, thanks for uh, helping us out here at ZombieCast this week. You're welcome. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the, you, caught, you caught him off guard. We got the actual Tiger Claw. You're, like, uh, you're welcome. Uh, well, but thank you, Tiger Claw, man. That's awesome. You know, he's... Uh, part of the you know manager over here at all games and uh helps keeps things running uh so tiger dude thanks for helping us out and then the awesome mr ray guy himself mr subsy dude welcome back to zombie cast dude you, you you gotta fill in for two voices subsy you can be a girl and then a canadian can you do uh, it uh head bait head bait um let's see a boot that, that's all i pretty much says a boot a boot a boot a boot, canadian. A, a boot syrup yeah moose yeah. Moose is a moose. Yeah. Bullwinkle, you like Bullwinkle, but uh, for That's all true. the new, yeah, but for all the new <laughs> listeners out there, usually it's me, Ted, and then we have another co-host, Matt Norma, which, uh, like I said, Norma will be on later in the show. Matt will be returning. Uh, his other show, Video Game Outsiders, got picked up by a huge network, so he's he's on hiatus right now, but uh, coming back for the season six of The Walking Dead. We got a couple of good giveaways that we got here, ZombieCast, and me and Ted, Ted, dude, th- this is an awesome giveaway that we're going to give away. It's not really a contest. We just need 14 teams in the Los Angeles area, San Bernardino area. Yeah. Right? Got to find they, – they, they gave us so much to give away that we're overwhelmed by how much we have to give away. Yes, yes. And, and we, have to give it away, we have to give it away relatively quick too. Yes, yes. So uh, during the month of October, we've got 14 dates, and we need 14 teams. And ZombieCast is going to do this for you. There's, a, there's this event called Panic Mountain. If you go to PanicMountain.com, you can learn more about it. But uh, ZombieCast is giving away to 14 teams, first come, first serve. We're uh, going to give you a cabin for a night, meals for that night, and then unlimited uh, tickets to unlimited events at uh, Panic Mountain, which is, uh, you know, they got a zombie maze there. They've got uh, all kinds of zombie apocalypse stuff. Uh, you know, they got other things that you could pay for once you get there, but uh, we're giving you the full package. And really, it, it do, I mean, all together, it's right at a $500 deal. So, uh, you know, we've we got 14 of those $500 deals to give out here on ZombieCast. You know, we've got one team that's already signed up, but we need 13 more. And, Ted, dude, I know you're going for press night, right? I'm actually going the night before press night uh, because there was another event. Press night is Saturday, October 3rd, but it's it's not really a press night. It's just they let you come a couple hours early and just, like, look around at everything, and then the night is just a normal night like any other night. Um, but I have another event that night. going to go see Bruce Campbell. Nice. So I asked them if I could come the night before, which is opening night, the second, and they told me I could. So I'll be, I'll be going opening night, 70 miles up to San Bernardino, to uh, see if I can survive uh, Panic Mountain. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Even Bruce Campbell is going to be there. Uh, Bruce Campbell is going to be at the Saturday. It's a thing called um, Beyond Fest. They do every October where they show a series of horror movies uh, every night, and um, they're showing Evil Dead one and two. And Bruce Campbell will be there in person to watch Evil Dead with us and do a questionnaire. Nice. So uh, I, I was like, and I, are I've they going to show ticket. like? 
Are they going to show any anything from Ash versus Evil Dead? I would I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, but I've had that ticket for like months because it's a it was a hard one to get, and I was like I. I was like, I want to do Panic Mountain, but I can't skip. Uh, and they were nice enough to let me come the day before. Dude, that would be so awesome. You got your credentials, right? You know, I mean, you're on the prowl. You get your wrist ready, dude. You got, you got to get some Campbell in here. Get some Campbell. I'll see, I'll see if I can. I'll <laughs> see if I can get some, off in here. See if I can get some Bruce Campbell in Just here. Just don't get uh, too starstruck when you meet Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I, I really don't get starstruck. I. It's it's weird. Oh, no, I know, but like, you haven't met anybody as famous as the Campbell though. I maybe have. I met Kiefer Sutherland, and I walked right up to him. I was like, well, Jack what's going on? Um, like, I get more starstruck by, pe- like, smaller people. Like, like I was more nervous about meeting, like, Matt and Sean in person than I was about meeting, like, actual, you know, not actual, but more famous, because Sean and Matt are famous as shit. Hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't get starstruck by Touché. celebrities. Motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> But but yeah, it's gonna be an awesome time. It uh, but go to panic the mountain panicmountain.com. You can find out all the de- details there. But but uh, you know you can you can see all the events going on. The only thing that our tickets don't include is this static line that they're having, which is I think just a small extra charge. It's a 700 foot static line with zombies chasing you. But I mean it's like yeah, you know, there's there's stuff all night long. But but I mean we're giving you room and board, food. Take us to the event. I mean, so, so we need 13 more teams. You know, the, the one team that we do have, it, you know, a lot of people in our community know is Chuck about Mosh Pit, him and his wife have signed on. Uh, and all that we ask is, is, is there's no contest. All that we ask is you give us tons of picks from the events each week and uh, pictures of you so we can post up the teams going. Subsy, dude, you ought to go from Dallas. You and Tiger Claw could we, we, be the perfect <laughs> team. Subsy and Tiger Claw will conquer panic. Yeah, I don't know if having Tiger Claw on my team. Uh, you know, I'd rather have you on my team because you've been buried before at an event. So you know, I think yeah, I'd be- I, I'm. Uh, yeah, I really want. Yeah, where this is gonna it's better so. with Ted because he has the experience. Yeah, he has lots of experience. Yeah, um, Did, didn't you eat some kind of cow guts one day? You know. Yeah, yeah, that was gross. That was at um the hunt that I went on with some yeah. people, and we uh we had to. They they took us in a hotel room and there or a motel room and there was a a corpse in the motel room which was it was a dummy but it was you know it was supposed to be a corpse and you had to find the clue you needed was inside the thing's body so you had to dig through its body with your mouth and um like yank all the it, they had cow entrails inside of it and dog food and all this shit and you had to dig it out with your teeth oh. and it was it was gross definitely Dude, that's so. crazy. But uh, but but let us know. Our email is info at zombiecast.net. Info at zombiecast.net. So if you're close to the San Bernardino area, Los Angeles, I mean, even if you want to drive, you know, we just want to give these tickets to some good zombies out there and uh, give you, like I said, room and board for the night, feed you, let's get all these zombie events and uh, cover it, uh, kind of like a zombiecast street team, I guess. But you know what? I mean, you know what? It, it, it's a uh, if you got kids, get a sitter. You know what? We're, 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 we got your room and board for the night. Yeah, don't bring it's children. Cabin like, in the woods. Yeah, and and that's one thing. Uh, you know, you can take kids under eighteen, but no one under sixteen is allowed. So you know, yeah, if someone's under, uh, you know, between is sixteen or seventeen, they have to be with an adult, or otherwise it's eighteen and over. Because I think it's pretty gruesome, and I think these guys are are doing it up from all the videos I've seen. But but I mean, you're talking. 
you know, right, six, seven thousand dollars in prizes uh, that Panic Mountain has uh, gave to Zombie Cast. You know, they're fans of the show, so we do want to thank those guys. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit more more about that later in the show. I do want to give a shout out uh, for making us. You know, when you go to iTunes, you can search any genre that you want. A lot of people search Fear of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Uh, you know. Every day, every hour of this week, we've had the number one episode for Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, and just about number one show almost all week. And, and I want to thank the zombies out there for that. And you know, we've been moving up on the Walking Dead feeds also. We're show number four right now. But you know, we were about show number ten earlier in the week because we're not, you know, we're all things zombie. But, uh, you know, it's we've been trying to look for our foot, tongue, and groove to... Uh, to, to, to get into that part of the zombie genre, and I, you know, number one, you can't argue with that, right, Ted? You cannot argue with that, no. That's right, that's right. But we want to thank the zombies out there for that. And if you are new to ZombieCast, uh, be sure to go back and listen to our back shows. You know, one of my favorite back shows is episode 56. You know, we had the guys from Viva La Bam on. We had, uh, you know, the... Uh, we had Swamp Walker on that same episode, and we then we had uh, Savannah Weehunt, which played uh, Penny. She was the stunt Penny for the show. Uh, but go back and listen to a lot of our old shows. We've talked to Greg Nicotero, Stephen Young, a lot of people from The Walking Dead, uh, from The Walking Dead game, Dave Fenoy. But, I mean, 68 comics. Uh, I mean, all kinds of zombie stuff. We're not just The Walking Dead. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, last week we had on uh, Evil Dead Las Vegas, Mr. Cirque Michaels. Uh, so be sure to go listen to last week's. Uh, and tonight we were supposed to have on Showtime Cable Network was coming on to talk about a new series that the, that they've got coming up in October. This horror related for the late night viewers. Uh, they pushed that to next week. So next week's show, we've got UFC fighter, UFC champion fighter, uh, Nate the Rock Quarry coming on to talk zombie cage fighter, and then we got Showtime Cable Network coming on to talk about their new series, which starts in October. Uh, so, you know, we, we got a lot of things going on here at ZombieCast other than The Walking Dead. But you know what? Tonight we're going to be talking a lot about Fear the Walking Dead. But go back and listen to all of our back episodes. Help us out here at ZombieCast. Leave us a review if you like it. If you don't like it, you know, just be honest. Just uh, review us either way. But uh, we want to thank all the zombies out there. So so let's get into talking about Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. You know, I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of instant reaction podcasts today. And i got to say, 90% of them. Want to stab Fear the Walking Dead in the throat and watch it twitch and moan and die. But me, I'm a fan. Ted, I know you're on the fence. Subsy, we've not heard your point. Not talking about last night, but overall. Overall? Fear yeah, the Walking I mean, Dead, yay or nay? I'd say yay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd say yay. Yeah, it's uh, kind, of, kind of in the middle of the road. Yay. I'm super <laughs> yeah. It was I mean, it, I, I don't I don't think it's bad. Yeah, like, oh, but, yeah. uh, well, I, I don't think it's bad. My problem is I think it's boring. It it no. was I was I was dozing last no! night. I was. I was dozing watching it last night. It's like good lord. I just uh, think the people are almost more dumb than the people that I don't care about dead. any of these people. I can't make myself care about any of them. Hmm. I just can't. I don't know. It's like I, cheering I for the zombies more than these people. I don't. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, want, I, the, I want the zombies to win. I know it's the slow I want the zombies up, to eat just, all of them. I just don't care about anything happening. I don't. I, it's. I, I'll can. I'll watch it till the day it's it's canceled or taken off. But I. Uh, I gotta say, four episodes in, I'm just like, ugh. Dude, you know what I liked about last night? 
that mom had sex. She got out of the car <laughs> and she was making yeah, that motion was, uh, like she was pulling her pants up, dude. And it was driving me nuts, man. <laughs> nuts, man. I'm so in love with with mom on that show. I like how mom, her entire point of leaving the compound was to go find this person flickering this light, and she gives up on it immediately. Right. This is my problem with the show, (laughs) Subsy. Thank you. She left the fucking compound to go investigate that light, and nothing was resolved. She just comes walking back in. All the the military people walk by. They're gone. I don't she could have kept it. on going, but the no, she makes, already snuck by one group. There's so much uh, stuff on that show that makes no sense. It just doesn't make sense. Y'all forget. Then, y'all y'all are wrong. Cut, you know why it, she went back? Why? She was still horny, man. She wanted more oh, God. ding-dong. She wanted more of that Cliff Curtis. Yeah. She, <laughs> and, and also, it had that 28 days late, 28 uh, weeks later feeling like, you know, oh, it's the one person that leaves the compound and yeah. opens the gate. And I, I just, that's what I, Subsy, I had the exact thought last night, the, the, the small part of my brain that was still invested in what was going on. I was like, wait a minute, didn't she go out to investigate that flickering light? And now she's just back at the house with no revelation or no, no payoff to any of that. I mean, I know she saw that they're shooting people out there, but still, it's, it's just, it's, that's that character. Like she killed the principal and beat him to death with the thingy. And it's like, it wasn't even an issue. She's just like, I'm just going to go home. She's it's the just governor, so, dude. I'm telling you, she's bad. She's gonna well, be I, th- I think she's going to be the Rick Grimes of the show, not Cliff Curtis. They're going to have her be like the the one who starts blowing people away. But I mean, she is hot, it, dude. Hot. She is. Oh she my she God. is. And I can so, believe Rick, it. I, go ahead. Yeah. What would a female version of Rick Grimes sound like? Uh, I love you, Freeman. I don't know. Make love to me, Freeman. But she, she's yeah. like that woman's in her fifties too. I was like, damn. Her, who's the who's the lady that did uh, Who Wants to Be a Meaner? Meredith Fiera. Yeah, man, she is so hot too, man. They, they remind me of each other. But uh, something about something about that lady, dude. I feel for these characters. I can't believe you guys are empty <laughs> when it comes to these characters because I love them. First of all, I'll say yeah, I've always been a, kinda... I've always been a Regis Philbin kind of guy. If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's all about the Regis. It's all about the Reg. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'll learn to. I just. I'm, let's, let's run through the characters in my brain because I'm, I'm almost confused about who's who on the show. Okay. You have, you have Tra- of course, the Cliff, Cur- Cliff Curtis and the hot blonde chick. They they stand out. I know them. I know the guy. I guess he was on Dexter, who's the guy that owned the barbershop. Yeah. What's his name? No, no, he wasn't on Dexter. He was You're... on something. Yeah. But you know what? He's the only guy I want to live because he's the only one that's smart in this whole thing. Hold so on, you hold have on. his he, mom. He out, looks out there and says, "Yeah, these people are weak," which is true. You, you've got his mom <laughs> with the foot. Then he has a hot daughter, but then the other couple has a hot daughter, and the daughters look the same. And then you have the you have the Cliff Curtis's son and the hot blonde son. They both look like Johnny Depp with the same haircut, and they're confusing. It's like Saw Five, where you had three guys that looked exactly the same, and it got confusing. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I, I, I'm almost confused. They they cast people that look identical to each other. Well, well, all right. Well, well, that that was Ted's rendition. All right, we've got uh, we've got uh, Madison, which is the mom. That's Kim Dickens. Uh, we have Travis, which is the father. Nick, which is the the heroin addict son. Alicia, which is the daughter. Uh, and then we've got uh, Lorenzo. Lamas? Huh? Not Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas. No, that that would make the show a lot. It's better, Chris. Actually. Oh man, if Lorenzo Lamas. Chris. Were not Lorenzo, oh. Chris Manawa, which is uh, which is Travis's real son. 
uh, you know, which is kind of the main ones. And I, I'm trying to think of the, the, the barbershop dude's name. I just I call know. him that guy that was on some other show that wasn't Dexter. That's all he's, I know that, he's that guy, the only one that makes sense. You but, know what he was in? A, he was in that movie that the Tiger Claws. Daniel. Love Daniel's his there, name. Ruben Blades. There's a movie I saw that was one of those hated movies ever made that I actually thought was a good movie and I liked it. Skyline. Remember Skyline? Oh, Tiger yeah, Claw, yeah. You, I remember that. you know that movie, Tiger Claw. I thought that movie was good as hell. I don't know why people hated on it, but he was in that movie. Who who uh, he's, he's uh Ruben Blades the, the, the guy the, the guy that owned the barber the shop owner yeah Ru- the, uh, Ruben the, Blades the that, that's Daniel Salazar Salazar I'm gonna look him up he was on something I know he's, Rachel's like friends my friend Rachel is friends with him somehow he's whoa, got a whoa, filmography whoa, whoa, on whoa 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 let's, let's let's back this up Madison is in six episodes. Travis is in six episodes. The kid Nick is in six episodes. But uh, Ophelia, the hot girl that was making out with the other guys, in seven episodes. And Daniel, uh, the barbershop guy, is in seven episodes. What's up with that? Where's this? Where's this mystery seventh episode from? Because there's only mm-hmm. six in this season. I know what it's from. <laughs> I know what it's from, guys. Mm. It's you know the. I think there's supposed to be an airplane scene coming up. From oh, there's Fair that airplane. Well, there was an airplane yeah, yeah. that was turning over in the sky at one point. Uh, that is, uh, oh, that's that airplane is going to tie into the little spinoff thing they're going to do in October. Yeah, w- w- with the airplane. But I think they said it's going to be somebody this, this uh, they say eventually is going to be on fear. But I think the barbershop Daniel, and is that his daughter or niece, Ophelia? Ophelia? Yeah, we don't know these people. I think we, I have Ruben Blades confused with somebody else. <laughs> I have Ruben Blades, just like I, on the show, I have Ruben Blades confused with a different actor. Yeah, uh, who was it? Uh, Gabe hung out with him at Comic-Con last year. Let me, let me see if I can figure out who I have him confused with. The what? I'm, I might have to load up the IMDb. Oh, I, I, I have Ruben Blades confused with David Zayas. David Zayas was in Skyline, and he was on Dexter. Yeah, the the bigger guy. Yeah, uh, I, I I have those two actors confused. He was uh, the one you're thinking about was in The Expendables. He was yeah. the dictator. Oh, guy. correct. So I yeah, I'm I'm confused as usual about people being the same. He was in Safe House, <laughs> Predator Two, uh, once. Upon yeah, a time Predator in Two. Yeah, he was the little guy that was with him. Yep. See, I was right. That guy is on Dexter. That's why I was confused. Yep. Well, let's start from the beginning, all right? You know, I thought it was a flashback scene because we got Travis running. You've got uh, Nick in the swimming pool. You know, it seems like life was just grand. Right. And, and it's just and, life in the compound. Yeah, and it's just life in the compound. They, they say, what, nine days have gone by. It seems like uh, whenever – one complaint that I have about it. This is my only complaint about Fear of the Walking Dead is the one thing that I was giddy about from the beginning, was we was going to see the extermination of two, three hundred million people in the United States, right? Right. Yeah. But we've already missed that. Yeah. They they, 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 they timeline set by nine days, so we've literally missed the extermination. Well, one we, little riot took care of all that. It's all. Yeah. Done. Yeah. 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 But, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a glimpse of it. We saw ruins. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about it here on Zombie Cast. You know, one thing The Walking Dead gives you is ruins of all these big battles. So we were like, yeah, we're going to see it in fear. <laughs> And you know what? 
They're not going to show it, I guess, because we everybody's already the, dead. The budget would be too high. I oh. wish they just go say, say like, how much money are they going to make off the fucking Walking Dead? Just say screw it and make one big ass expensive episode with people just getting killed by the thousands. I'm tired of them cheaping out on this shit when they make this much money off of it. True, true. Well, Robert Kirkman looks like he might have a big appetite. Just fucking, if they just gave us one hour of just, I'm talking, a million people die. You see people getting obliterated. You see bombs incinerating people. They should just no. splice in Terminator footage into it. Just by like five seconds of Terminator. I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired of this. Like, yeah, it's like I'm sorry. Oh, that would have been too entertaining. Instead, we get Nick in a pool for five minutes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there was a lot of sketchy stuff. Also, this episode, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, nine days had passed that they were uh, quarantined to a safe zone, which is not safe anymore because Madison kind of cut her way out of it. Which I think zombies are going to come back in. Yeah, eventually. That, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but you know, it's uh, you. Know, we, we, we always look up to the military police officers, or, or we're taught to look up to police officers, but I always look up to the military. But, you know, it was uh, several occasions, uh, you know, I, I can see, uh, you know, like, like the Ophelia and, and was making out with the military guy. You know, I, I don't know. She, if she, just, she was just trying to get her mom now, some dope. Yeah. It's, okay. Is Ophelia the, the guy that's not from Dexter, the guy that looks like that's his daughter? Ophelia is the hot chick. Yeah. The one yeah, but, that was with the soldier. Who's she related to? She was She's with the, the daughter of the Daniel, the barbershop. The, the barbershop, yeah. Daniel. Okay, okay. So she was with him, you know. Her, well, that, I guess that is his daughter. Because, yeah, you know, she was so. trying to get. She was trying to get. Remember, I was like niece or something, but she was trying to get mess for her mom. So I was thinking, what, was she in love with the military guy, or is she? No, just she was using him. being a skeezer. Like she's most women, she was a using skeezer. That's what she, it is. She, she was using him. Well, remember, she was talking with him, trying to get her mom some dope because her foot's rotting off. Right. Yeah. Right. What's what's wrong with the mom? Does the mom have the mom diabetic? Her, her, le- her leg got crushed when they were trying to run away, and basically, it's swelling up and getting gangrene. Maybe I'm not paying attention because I don't remember. I don't remember. Whenever they leg. were escaping the barbershop, Ted, they went under no. that catwalk uh, where they okay. had construction, and then it got knocked over and landed on her leg. I, I think Ted's been scheming, skimming, <laughs> not scheming, but skimming. I'm skimming the, the show. I, I admit I, I've skimmed a little of the last two episodes. Dude, the last two have been the best. I watched the last two in a row last night, so. Well, I think I have them recorded or something. I'll, I'll oh, going back to the one before this one, though, the one thing that stuck out at me was they escaped the barbershop, they're running around, and all of a sudden they find his truck in perfect shape in the middle of this riot, and every other car in the general area has been firebombed yeah. or flipped over or whatever. I found yeah. that annoying. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know, man. It, I, I'm loving it. Yeah, I like the slow story. I like I like almost how, like, you know, you got one good military guy. You know, so that's why I was, I was thinking, you know, I don't know if she was playing him or, or if he's going to be a character because I can see the military guys being bad. I think they're going to start exterminating people. Well, it's good, good or bad. Well, I don't know, man. That You know, in The Walking Dead, if you put a golf ball in a golf club and somebody's Oh, yeah, I know. I heard They're this bad. Too. They're yeah. bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, you know, how many people – I mean, all the bad guys play golf. That's so the, true. The military guy, you know, if you're black, you die. <laughs> if you if you own a golf club, you're bad. Yeah. It seems to fit the pattern. So, did you like his attitude from the sergeant uh, of the military to where, you know, 
Twitter, uh, when Travis was trying to explain that, you know, somebody w- was trying to I leave. mean, you know, several he, times he was an asshole. He was playing the general role of somebody, okay, this is my job. I got to control these people in this little area. Can you please just make this easy on me because I'm going to have to shoot them. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, he's just doing his thing. <laughs> Whoop, sorry, sorry, somebody texted me. But it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, he he seems like just average military guy said, okay, this is my post. Could you people please just be decent so I can have an easy time? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of agree with the military guy there that there are idiots who like Madison, who it's like, look, there's very simple rules to follow and we got a disease out there. Can you just please stay in here and just do what we say for a few days? And people are like, no. <laughs> and they, they and, and I'm just not gonna do it, and they jump the fence, and then that's like again, twenty, twenty eight weeks later is the biggest example of morons causing mm-hmm. the world to end in ever made. If you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. Those two stupid ass kids caused the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, that that's true. But but you know, it's, it's several times. You know, me and Freeman were talking while we were watching. We we're like, you know, the military seems good. You know, they are protected. Or are they, you know, are, are they are they protected, Ted? Are they encaged in jail, or you know, are they in jail? Well, I, I, well, I mean, they're. I think they're protected, but I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, but they're obviously being held because there's a virus outside that's killing people by the zillion. So you got to keep people locked in I, I i'm just saying if i was in this situation and the military showed up says we got to put a fence around here for a bit this is going on you can see i would just do what i'm told to do right you know i mean they're I, i'm free to go about my day and they're bringing me food and i don't know just people and are they're so- and they're keeping the crazy zombies away and shooting them in the head yeah so. people are people just want to be defiant because like you can't tell me what to do this is america it's like just shut up <laughs> right, right all right so so uh you know, life's back, kind of back to normal. What from trying, what they're trying to protect your goofy ass. They're trying to protect you, but but it's nine days later. We go to Travis. I mean, uh, we go to uh, God bless my mind's blank. The the kid's name. You talk about Carl? the drug kid, the the heroin kid, Nick. 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 Nick's laying in the pool, and then mom comes out. The hot mom in those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Those jeans and that, that that shirt that has one button undone. Were you having a, yeah. you having a Stacey's mom flashback or what? I was, man. You know, I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, when she puts that pill in her pocket, man, it's it's right right next to. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, but you know, she comes out and she tries to take care of Nick. She's like, here, you know, there's this pills on the cabinet. You need to take it. And Nick's like, you know, I'm all better. You know, and it, at first I was like, you know what? They are playing that story because after last week's show, I was like, you know, the mom, I think didn't give half those pills to the the other mom. I think maybe she's the one with the history drug problem. But I learned quick that, you know, yeah, I, I, I was wrong about that. She's you know, an alcoholic. Yes, yeah, she could be an alcoholic. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, she's trying to, to give Nick uh, the medicine. He's like, you know, I forgot to take it. But you know what? Put it in your pocket. I don't need it. Uh, you know, which, you know, I, I guess just nine days into it, I was like, well, you know, maybe they're just rushing it being that it's a short TV series. But I was like, you know, maybe, maybe he is going to play to be the hero. Did, I mean, did it change your outlook on Nick right off bat whenever he refused the pills and was no. actually doing good? No, Ted. because no, later because, yeah. he's giving himself, uh, well, later, later, yeah. but, mean, I'm, well, but I'm no. talking about then. Yeah. I was well, like, well, maybe he's a good guy. 
Well, then, but then, yeah, like as Z said, uh, 10 minutes later, he snuck into some sick person's room and morphine. stole their morphine drip yeah, morphine. and stuck it in himself. <laughs> so, I think stuck, Nick, Nick is definitely Nick, Nick is definitely a flawed, flawed guy. Yeah, and you know what? Again, going back to the military, they, see, they just see a problem. They've got a druggie that's going to be just, you know, a problem, and they're trying to get rid of him if we go later in the episode. I think they're trying to. If we get to the end, I think they're trying to get rid of anybody that has is is is, is has anything physically wrong with them, right? Because they dragged off the two people. I mean, it's and you gotta yeah. think the resources are gonna end up being limited before long. Yeah. So, sorry, free moments here talking to me about ski trips. <laughs> so Monday. So, uh, <laughs> so sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, but but I don't know, man. I yeah. Before I saw him, where he stuck stuck it in his in his toe, you know. Like I said, I, I thought he had Kirk to be a good guy. But you know, I mean, it's do, do you think that the show needs Nick? Could they kill him off? If they could kill one person off, subs. I mean, who would be the best one to kill off of that dent in the show? Oh, any, uh, any one of the interchangeable. Like Nick, at least I know. Or, who that or, is. Wait, wait, Travis. You, they they Matt, could Matt, off the they could off the son, uh, the son of uh, Cliff Curtis. I really don't see any point for him. No, no. All right, all right. Travis, Madison, the mom, or or the heroin kid. Between those three, yeah. I I'd say heroin kid. I think the I least interesting really. of those three is Cliff Curtis, Travis, probably. But I, but I, he's also like kind of like the face of the show. Yeah, I think they're going to make him the face of the show, so I don't think they're going to off him. I mean, you look at season one of The Walking Dead, you would have said Rick Grimes is probably one of the least interesting people. But now you think? everybody else can go screw Rick Grimes is the man. Because <laughs> he's kind of a – is he a big actor or not? I mean, he's been in some He's been stuff. in stuff. I've seen him in – I'll pull up his filmography. I mean, I mean he was in Training Day. He was in he was Blow in, with Johnny he in, Depp. He was in Die Hard 4. I don't think I ever saw Die Hard 4. Hey, they kill off Grip Grimes. No! You shut your mouth! <laughs> shut your mouth, Siri. They're never killing Rick Grimes. And and Daryl Dixon. Uh, For people new to the show, man, I can't stand Daryl Dixon. So when it, well, there'd be a lot of Daryl hate whenever we get up there. Ted? Ted loves some Daryl Dixon, right? Look, I yeah. It's not a physical thing. I think I don't. I'm not a physically attracted to him or anything. I just think it's a good. He's a good character. He's the heart of that show. And 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 as Sub C said, Daryl Dixon is exactly what you need in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rachel Drummond from Australia says, "Cage. The military is using uh, this as a cross section to see what happens. They wouldn't have enough." <laughs> Information uh, this early, I think they are using this as a test. So these are I like think they, I think they can find like, all that outside of the gate. These are like white mice tests right here, right? Could it be uh, a test experience? You know, uh, I don't see it as that because there's plenty of open world out there. They could find that out. It's all dead. It's all dead. Something. It's burned. <laughs> <laughs> it got burned real friggin' fat. This is yeah, another thing I want to say. I thought with this show we were going to have six episodes, as you said, showing the slow disintegration of society and people slowly dying. And, and at start, the military was loving everybody. Then they at the end, it's like, oh, well, shit, we got to start killing everybody. And that, that coincides with the scene of Shane trying to save Rick at the hospital. 
you know, when the military all showed up. And, and no, it's just kind of like, well, nine days has passed. Everyone's dead. You missed it. We skipped over it during the week. It's just a lot of little things like that that annoy me. It's like, did you see the movie Castaway? Yes. Yeah. That movie fucking pissed me off because you have Tom Hanks living out there. You think we're going to watch this. And suddenly it goes four years later. You're like, what? <laughs> well, I wanted to see the whole him learning to live in the, in the jungle. And they just skipped it all. Same thing. Well, they went nine days later. <laughs> we missed it all. Uh, we well, did. That's the thing. We did. In nine days, all the cool stuff happened. That's well, true. Let, well, let's talk zombie logic for a second, away from Fear of the Walking Dead. Because we see it in all zombie movies, and I've always thought this to myself. Zombie logic, okay? If the zombie apocalypse was to really happen, uh, and, and for the new listeners, you know, uh, we are the official Zombie Research Society radio <laughs> show, so Matt Moak from AMC's The Talking Dead comes on about once a month. Or uh, every few weeks uh, to talk with us. Uh, you know, he, he's our fifth host, which is in and out. But Matt Mokio said he don't think the zombie apocalypse would ever happen. But if it did, do you think that we would see everything in ruins? And like like the opening, or, or, or you know, the face of The Walking Dead, that, that highway scene. Where the horse is walking in, and all the burnt cars are coming out of Atlanta. Do you think that we would honestly see everything just burned why would why, why are the cars burned yeah i really don't say well, i think it would I be mean, shiny in, in new dented in, cars in, but not in, burnt in, ones in la i could see that but i don't think in most places you would well see that's it. if the lakers win or lose the yeah. finals that happens but to be a zombie apocalypse does everything have to be burned no i don't i don't think all cities but, would be that but way but here's the thing some. at least at least in the rick grimes walking dead they showed we actually saw an image of the jets firebombing downtown atlanta yeah if they did that yeah so, but this, we haven't seen anything happen. And this is the show that was supposed to show us things happen. Yeah, we didn't see jet fighters overhead, you know, dropping bombs. We saw, we saw one little riot break out downtown, and now the whole world is over. You know, yeah. we actually saw more world-ending scenarios in the Rick Grimes one than we saw seen in this one. That's true. Uh, what was it? Uh, I mean, 28, 28 weeks later shows way more than this show does in terms of that. I mean, we actually had computer-generated jets firebombing a major city in the right. Grimes one. This one, we, ha- we haven't seen any of that. True. <laughs> you sound so defeated, Sean. I know. But, I mean... It, you, we, it's, we, watch, it's watchable, Sean. It's watchable. We, I keep watching it. It's just but, not what I thought it was going to be. Was everything burned last night whenever uh, Madison escaped through the fence to go uh, observe it, the it city It looked a like bit. just all the windows were bashed in and they used spray paint on stuff. It was, you know... Your average scene. Because really, we only saw one smoke, like like one smoke, something smoking on the hill, right? And, it would... and we get those shots like last week where they're driving up on the cliffside and uh, they see the lights just going out all through downtown. And I'm like, pops. what's causing that? It's just, that you know what, that'd be an interesting story. Show that we didn't see. Show like the, the power plant or whatever powers Los Angeles and it gets overrun by zombies and then, then you see the power go out. That's yeah, I an interesting. At, I look at something like this, and it just seems like it would be way more contained than it is. Because I mean, normally something that spreads is airborne; you can't see it. You know, people get it. I mean, here somebody actually has to bite somebody, or physically die to actually turn into one. It, yeah, tw- it's twenty-eight uh, weeks later, you just had to get a drop of blood in your eye or on your yeah. mouth or on any like it was like if you had a cut on your hand and a drop of some saliva got on it, you're a zombie. But this but is this, a lot harder. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, Sean. I'm just saying I, I'll watch it and I like it, sort of. But I just, it's. <laughs> I expected to see 
jets blowing cities up and tanks and people getting gunned down by the thousands and and uh we just haven't seen it it just feels like it's it's i don't know i'm feeling it i love it (laughs) you know i want about 50 more episodes of fear man I, i like the characters i like everything about it everything about it all right so so we go to uh, Travis's real son, who is on the rooftop, he's kind of observe, observing the city, looking around, just kind of checking things out. You know, just like a a boy would. You know, you'd be sitting on the roof, just yeah, see no, what's going on. Out, yeah, outside the fence. Uh, so you know, all of a sudden he sees a kind of a mirror reflection. You know, somebody, you know, like a Morse Cody type mm-hmm. thing. People catching the sun, saying, "Hey, I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! Hey, guys, I'm over here! I'm over here, Ted! Ted, come get me!" And uh, yeah. you know, it strikes his attention. You know, he tries to bring it to Travis's attention, Madison's, atten- Madison's a- attention, and uh, you know, he videotapes it. Uh, he-, he tries to get the reflection to go back. Evidently, he can't can't get the sun to do right. You know, he's not having any luck, but he keeps seeing the people. And, you know, it's almost like a cry for help. You know, across the city, up on the bank, in in the West Hills, I guess, uh, of Los Angeles or Vancouver, wherever they're filming. But it's. You know, uh, he finally brings it to Madison's attention. It's like, hey, man, there's somebody over there. Everybody's trying to tell him, hey, it's just a, a sun reflection. They, you know, I don't think they want to think that it's anything, but they're, they're kind of ignoring it. Travis like, ah, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's the sun just hitting something. But uh, he brings it uh, to Madison's attention, and then he goes out there at night and actually shines a light, right? She's, she's up there with a flashlight, which I – She I, is. They're pretty right. far away, though. I don't know if that flashlight was going to – it really didn't seem that far away, though. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was like, I don't know, just a few blocks away. You know, when you're standing on the beach, Subsy, you can see 20 miles out before the Earth turns. I know, but it the don't building, look that far. The, the building looked bigger. I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, later, it's uh, you know, Madison is, uh, is up on the roof, and uh, you know, she sees what the what uh, her stepson or future stepson has seen, and uh, realizes that there's somebody out there. So, uh, you know, the next day, she uh, takes it upon herself to go outside the fence. She's observing. And I kind of like those scenes, the way that it showed the military. The military was on their game. You know, they, they were – I think they were defending the people. I mean, there was a lot of people outside that gate. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, she, she's, she goes outside the fence. What we think that she's going to uh, see maybe where that house is. Uh, in the end, you know, it kind of led to a door, which The Walking Dead does a lot. Is, uh, you know, they lead you down this path, open it up, and it's a brick wall. You know, nothing there. So, why why did she leave the compound? She did it to go investigate the light. But she she ran up a hill, and then she was back. No, that's what we were saying. That's what we were saying earlier. That was a a dead end. Just, um... After she saw that group going down the street, it was like, okay, I'm done. And then she goes home. I mean, yeah, like she went out to there to go investigate it. She went up the hill. She saw the military, so she hit under the car, and then she just turned around and went home. And there was no resolution to her going. It, I mean, she went back, and I guess the, what we learned was that she thinks there was a body up there that was a dead guy that was, had a gun next to him, so it wasn't a zombie. So they shot a person that wasn't a zombie. I don't right. know. But the reason she went out there was to investigate the light, and she didn't do that and didn't ignore it. Was, it was just a dead-end scene. Yeah. yeah, but 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 I kind of liked you know. I mean, we got to see. I I don't know. I guess like like Cirque Michaels was talking last week. What seems like big budget scenes is is really 
maybe not that big budget, but we saw a couple dead bodies. She she was uh, making faces from the stench of the aroma in the air of the dead bodies around. Uh, but you know, I thought, you know that was I, something I, I rarely see on here because you know. I mean, even on the other Walking Dead, those smells would be horrible by now. Yeah, I don't understand that either. <laughs> no one acknowledges how people just walk through this like, like. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a little story. I know the I know the listeners love my stories. I remember when I was a child, there was a dead garter snake. The thing was about the size of my pinky finger, and my right. dad just threw it over in the bushes. And two days later, I walked out there and walked by that bush, and the smell of death hit me in the face so hard from that, that little terrible. tiny snake. It like almost like not. I almost went unconscious because of it. But in this world, they're walking through like seas of dead, full-grown human beings. They they would not be able to deal with it. And, but they, I know that's against you know like it, it's just an annoying thing they'd have to write into the story and why even acknowledge it. But logistically, the smell would be so bad that they would like like Glenn would be fainting from the smell. True. True. <laughs> they had like, one episode. They, I think they had one time ever they acknowledged the smell on The Walking Dead. I think it was a. Uh, they were in like the, the. I think the place where Bob Stuckey was bitten. They all went. Ugh! They all kind of covered their noses for a second. Right. <laughs> but like that zombie they pulled out of the well. Oh yeah, imagine that thing the would smell be coming out of that well. <laughs> it would have been terrible. And you know something that I that I meant to ask. Recently, we had Lou Temple on which is in Rob Zombie's new film, 31. He come on for the film, 31, by Rob Zombie. And then two weeks ago, we had Z Nation creator Craig Engler on talking about the new second season of of it. But but one thing that I, wanna, that I wanted to ask Lou Temple, and we should have asked the crew of Z Nation was, was even though it's yucky and it's nasty, it's like Lou Temple's makeup looks, what does mm-hmm. it smell like? You know, we've never asked actors like that. You know, <laughs> it smells like what, cherries. But I'm saying, like you Hall- know, it smells like a party city near Halloween. Yeah, but, but, but you you know how it is when you go to party city and you get the makeup and you put it on. It has that aroma. But like whenever you're looking at the zombies of the Walking Dead, you're like, man, it just just the smell would be crazy. But what, what does it really smell like? Is it, it all just co- smell like chemicals? And like like, like yeah. cosmetic-y smell? Yeah, like, yeah. It probably smells like latexy and yeah. But but to I mean, be there in the person, you know, we should have asked uh, next time. We, whenever we get one of the walkers on or somebody, which you know, I've been talking to Kevin Galbraith, which was Swamp Walker, and he was also the Skin Walker in last season, where the the skin released on the back. Oh yeah, those. He's, oh, yeah, those. He, he's one of the lead evils in Goosebumps. So I've been talking to Kevin Galbraith to come on to talk about Jack Black's Goosebumps, which you know he was with Jack Black at San Diego Comic Con whenever they done the panel. But uh, he was also, like I said, uh, Swamp Walker, which killed Dale and was stuck in the mud and also. Yeah, if we get him on for Goosebumps, i got to remember to ask him, you know, what, what's the aroma like in full makeup of a zombie? If you, you've, I mean, you, I'll tell you one thing that has a distinct smell is like fake fake blood, just like the kind you buy at Party City. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That is a very distinct smell. It's like a, I don't know, cause, maybe because I've been covered in fake blood so many it's times. Like molasses. It, yeah, it, it, it has a very distinct kind of sweet, it, it kind of smells like you would just want to start drinking it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it really does. It has true. this very distinct, sweet smell to it. Well, you know, last week, Cirque Michaels from uh, Evil Dead the Musical said they used fresh virgin blood. So he said it's extra yeah. sweet. Well, that's on high-budget shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, but, you know, we saw – one thing that – being that we're on this topic – uh, we saw the, uh, uh, Travis's son see the reflection. We saw Madison kind of go look for the reflection. And in the end, whenever, you know, they, they tell the military, look, there's a house out there. And they're like, it's nothing. Everybody's dead. 
It's nothing. And, and, you know, he was kind of being a little bitch about it, the sergeant guy for the military. He was hitting golf balls like the governor and, you know, just just pure evil sounding. <laughs> and, uh, you know, th- there was another guy that escaped, which we'll talk about. But, but while we're talking about the reflecting light, uh, at the end of the show, we saw that house at night with gunshots going off. And this is my question to you, Subsy, because me and Ted have kind of talked about it. When we see those gunshots at the end of Fear of the Walking Dead last night, and we're going to go back and talk about other parts right? Uh, that, that we skipped over. You know, us here at ZombieCast, we're, we're front porch conversation. Like, we're sitting in rocking chairs, having a beer, just like your buddies on, on, you know, on the front porch. That's the way we are here on our show. But, uh, but the gunshots that we saw at the end in that house, was, this, was it A, the people retaliating to zombies, or B, the military shooting them? I'd say it would be the military shooting them. Yeah. I think it's the military shooting them, probably. I, you know, I didn't think about that at all today until I was listening to one of the Instant Reaction podcasts for Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, the Nth Cast. So uh, if you're listening to us, guys, I, I love your show. But it's I, when I first saw it, I was like, damn, they're being overrun by zombies. They're, they're, they're surviving out there. They are well, surviving. They, pro- well, pro- they maybe need they help. Can, they need maybe, help, guys. Maybe they came <laughs> through the hole that uh, oh, what's her face opened up. Old stupid hottie. Old <laughs> stupid hottie. Man. Stu- stupid McHotterson. Mm. I gotta get her on the show. I gotta get her on the uh, on the counter and on the table and on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the car and up against the mini bar. I'm fucking Madison. <laughs> Dude, I, I would take seconds of Madison. So don't put. Uh-huh. I'd be fighting Travis. For Madison, that would be the war, not the zombies. It'd be me and Travis would be <laughs> bumping heads. But uh, so, so you guys think? Tell us, chat. You know, we, we got a lot of people in chat right now. The gunshots at the end of Fear of the Walking Dead, and I, there's a 45 second delay, so we'll wait. But uh, was was they shooting zombies? Were they surviving in the wild? Were they were they retaliating while screaming for help? Or are they dead now from the military? So let, let us know in chat, and uh, we'll read some of your comments. I believe so. I, I think the military found that found. I think the place the world is in that I would have, like I said, I would love to have seen how it got to this point, but they just skipped over it. If you're not in one of the safe zones, tough shit, you're gonna be yeah. shot. I think yeah. they kind of gave that away earlier. You, that's why right. they, the guy said you're one of you guys are the lucky ones. Well, they're the lucky ones because they're in the safe zone, and they they set like a they set like a timeline basically. Like anybody found outside the safe zone by this date is shot. And uh, you know, I think they were shot by the military. I, maybe they will end up going up there and they'll find core. I don't know, but we'll see. Ah, yeah, but it is man. While we're waiting on uh, uh, talk and chat, you know. I, Dude, man, I, I think well, – what would you do in a situation like that? you got zombies on the outside. you got the military wanting to shoot you. Do you think – and I was thinking about this last night. Do you think that there would be a military in a zombie apocalypse portrayed like on Fear and Fear of the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead? Yeah, do you I think, think so, do, you, do you think people would still stand their guard and stay with the military? Or would, it, would you think it would be like what Matt Moak said, like we saw the cops – uh, in the second episode, that was loading his car up with water because he was looking after him and his family from what yeah, we he's, could tell. Well, he's not military. He was just some lowly cop. He's like, "Fuck but, this noise." I think it would think... be a com- I think it would be a combination of the two. I think you'd have some people doing that while doing the other. I don't know, man. And, and I, I think the military has a thing where, like, there there is an actual 
rule and subsy you can back me up there like if if, if the shit's gonna hit the fan mm-hmm. they do have rules like 9-11 where if that if that airplane looks like it's going to crash into something and kill a million they, people, they can they, shoot it. Down. They'll shoot yeah. the airplane down. They'll kill. They, they will kill. It's the greater good clause, basically, where they'll kill a hundred people to save uh, ten thousand people. Yeah. And so that's kind of what happens. They're thinking like, well, shit, the human race is at stake. We just got to start shooting everybody. You know, that's that's it's uh, it's not officially called the greater good clause. This <laughs> is what I call it. But do you think – well, what I'm saying is do you think that people would stand their post or would they go – would they choose the public over their family? And I'm not trying to degrade the military. I'm just talking fictional zombie apocalypse. I'm not talking about our real military. I'm talking about the show. So, so yeah, I love the military. Uh, by Why do you all hate means. the military, Sean? Why do you no, hate the military? <laughs> I love the military. I love the military by all means. No, I think uh, you would have a few And I'm not bad trying at- to degrade them, but I'm saying in a fiction world like Fear the Walking Dead, do you think that – I, I find it hard that the military people would stand their post. You I, would I have a, was, I think overall it would be okay, but you'd have a few bad apples. Well, I think the guy that's banging what's her face. But, but that would guy, they leave their family for the public? Is what I'm saying. Like like subs. If you were in the military, would you be like, mom, dad? You know, I, I got to go stand my post. You know, I, I can't defend you. I, I think well, it, I think it'd be a lot less military people out there. At Who, this uh, point, I think the military still be there. When it gets to the Rick Grimes point, and right. everybody's obviously like, fuck this shit. I think it's still somewhat orderly. Yeah. Uh, and I think the guy, the dude, that's the girl, Olivia or whatever's banging, they're going to they're gonna get to the storyline where the military says we got to just shoot everybody, and he's going to be like, no, she's my girlfriend, and he's going to flip sides. That's what's going to happen with them. Even though she was just using him for, uh, for the smack. <laughs> Sub Z uh, has to step away, I believe. Right. Yes, I, I have a few visitors. I'm gonna have to. Sub Z got have... his month. Sub Z has gotten his monthly visitor, and he needs to run to the store. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> so we're gonna reach that's down under. Service. Yes, yes, Rachel. We are about to pull on someone from Australia. <gasps> what? See Rachel. you guys. Bye. We are pulling. I'm, ex- I'm excited about yeah. this, Rachel. Uh, so, uh, so let me let her son in. But, but, what, what are things that you like about it, Ted? Because I know you're on the fence. What, what? Are, I mean, I, uh, I, I got to curve you, man. I got to curve you. <laughs> what do I like about it? Let me think. Um, I like the mom. I think the mom is very attractive. Um, I like the every. It seems I, I like the zombies. I think the zombies have been good. Like when they shot that zombie in the face last week, that was a really good scene. Um, I liked the first episode. Uh, trying to think. No, I'm legitimately trying to think of things I like. I think the kid Nick is a very good actor. Let me uh, in, Sean. Who's let me in, Sean? Everything looks in, really. Everything looks really hot. It looks extremely hot. Ah, uh, hold on. I I think it's a very Probably good looking Rachel. show. Norm, hold on. We're about to pull Norm in. Oh, Norma's here, Nito. Yeah. So we could talk about whether Miss Norma. We can't hear you, but uh, work it out. You're on the call, Norma. And also, we're going to be pulling in Rachel from down. We'll find out what's what's to fear from down under. (laughs) What do you fear from down under, Ted? (laughs) A budget smell. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, Sean, you're being gross. 
Okay. Uh, zombies, Ted. Zombies, man. Get your mind out of the gutter there, buddy. <laughs> hey, whose mind is where? Yeah, so we're, Ms. We're, John's uh, got it. Hey, John's guys. talking. Sean's okay, for, talking about stinky things. Yeah, for all the for all the oh. new listeners out there, this is our very own Norma Latte, which uh, we said was going to be late uh, for all the new listeners out there. Norma, we've been uh, we've been having a good time tonight. Then also, we got on the call from down under, from Australia, <gasps> Miss Rachel Drummond herself, author of The South Forsaken. Rachel, Rachel, welcome Hi. to ZombieCast. Hi, Rachel. She, she, oh, she's on webcam. Cool. Now I can look at the webcam. Yeah. Look oh, at that. awesome! Look at that I smile. would pee on it, but I have zit cream on today. <laughs> I'm not looking the best. Oh, wow. you always look beautiful. Yes, that smile, man. It's uh, wins me over love. But uh, Rachel, have you had she's a act- chance to she's watch? Actually, uh, she's actually frowning, but because it's Australia, it's upside down. Yep. <laughs> what? What? That's that's my favorite dumb <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Monday night, nine oh seven p.m. Eastern. Here on ZombieCast for us, but Rachel, what time is it there in Australia? 11.07 Tuesday morning. Ah. Jesus Christ, it's the future. The hasn't ended yet. Has not ended yet. So, Rachel, have you had a chance to watch the fourth episode to Fear the Walking Dead? I have. I did. I watched it yesterday. Uh, so, so, <laughs> well, we haven't had you on since Fear started. So, so, yay or nay, do you like it? Do you not? I mean, what is your take on Fear the Walking Dead? Once again, I love it, and I love the mom. <laughs> but it, loving the mom has nothing to do with the quality of the show. You just want to get in the pants. I know. Mm. I, I He's think like, mm-hmm. The way I'm Go seeing ahead. it, it's almost like a fan fiction, really. I know it's the same writers. I know it's the same creators, but it seems like a fan fiction. Like it's it's someone else's recreation, and then they've kind of just done it in a bit of a rush job. The plot yes. line is still there, and the plot line is still okay, but there could be so much more there. Yes. 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 Well, you know, my I, problem I, exactly. It's it's it was it's a, people were saying how slow it was in that first episode. I'm like, well, they f- didn't just speed it up; they sped it up like a million percent because we just jumped over all the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. I also think that there's almost there's elements of parts of it feels like the the apocalypse has been there for a while. It almost feels like they've taken like the barber. The barber's it feels like he's done this before. He feels like he fits right into it. But then you've got parts of the, the military uh, knowing the headshots are necessary. Parts have no idea. Um, so some of the, the characters feel like they, they still don't recognize that you've got to, you know, that they, you've, they've got zombies on their hands. And it's just, it's a bit of a hodgepodge. Yeah, ex- that's my, exactly my point. The people on this show, as I've said for the last four weeks, are not reacting the way people react the first like rick grimes reacted like a man who woke up and was like holy shit like he he was like it was like a real guy he's like what is going on there are people these dead people walking around these people are kind of like oh well we've seen this coming a long time zombies you know how to deal (laughs) with that rick's situation was a little different because there was a ghost town and the only thing he saw when he came across you know anything that resembled humanity were not humans at that point so that was that was a different scenario in that aspect. I haven't seen the latest episode. I didn't get a chance to catch up on it just yet. Oh, that's good. But um, I, I'm looking forward to. It. I've heard um, that this was actually the one that really brought kind of the naysayers more in into the show. Is it true, or no? What is your not, opinion? Not not for me. I, was, I I saw all these people tweeting like on Facebook. Sean and our friend Gabe were like. Like, this episode is so epic, it can go anywhere. And then I was waiting for something amazing to happen, and nothing ever happened. 
just at the end, at the end, uh, I don't know if we can spoil, but the end, the uh, anybody that had, it seemed like anybody has some any sort of defect, like a physical defect or a drug problem, the military came and took them away to take them to a separate camp. So they're like, well, that girl with the foot problem and Nick because he's a drug problem. They they took them away and are like, you're going. Why why take away a drug addict that really? They're, they're taking away people who have got health problems that could prove fatal, which kind of indicates that they know that dead people are going yeah. to turn. I think, I think then, yeah. Schindler. Y'all, y'all seen Schindler's List, right? The Holocaust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they ship out the waste, exterminate it, and only keep the good. And that's what I saw. I saw almost like a take from Schindler's List because, you know, you know they would make people stand up in a line they would check under their arms. They would check their body fat. They would check their pupils. You know, and the, you know, like like in Schindler's List, they would cut their fingers to rub blood on their lips, so they wouldn't have gray lips. They would have color to their lips, to not have to get on the train to go, oh. you know, to, to Auschwitz to be burned. So you know, it's it was almost like a a piece from like Schindler's List because they were shipping off, you know, the you know. The waste, I guess. Well, I wonder if they're taking people like they think, people that have the potential to die. They're not 100% healthy, so they just don't want them in these safe zones. So, like, a guy who has a drug problem, he might just OD in the middle of the night, then they have a zombie running around. You know True. what I'm saying? So they yeah. got they want, to, they want to pit people with potential. Like, that girl has a big infection in her foot. Well, <gasps> she's an older woman. She could, she could drop dead, so they want to get rid of her. Do, do you think that they know that yet? I think the military knows all sorts of things. Because we're basically, what, 12, 15 days deep? Nine days whenever this show starts. It's nine days from the last episode. From when the, you know, they're like, the military found us. It's been nine days. And then, you know, it's, so what, what maybe 15 days deep? I don't know. He was in the hospital for a few days, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's, let's not, like, you know, throw aside the Walking Dead timeline where nothing makes sense, where... Rick was in a coma for three days, and his wife was already banging, sh- banging Shane. And then, I mean, yeah, that was the weird. And, and, and like, how how long was Rick in this with no water or anything? And the yeah, just the timeline of The Walking Dead is it's it's even worse than the Rocky timeline. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> IV drip, man, that keeps you alive. That glucose, glucose will keep you alive. No, Feed you the sugar water. It's uh, yeah. It's your air and food and everything, right? Right, Rachel? If you get a glucose trip. There is total parental nutrition that he probably would have been on in a coma, which actually might not be a bad thing to stock up on if you've got proper storage. (laughs) True, true. Yeah, I just saw to where, you know, I work with uh, some survivalist-type people at work, and they just come out with uh, some new 15-year water that uh, that they've been stocking up on. Because rain doesn't do that forever? I guess. I don't know, <laughs> but Rachel, do you, you know you're down under? I mean, yeah, you might be safe from everything. Australia might <laughs> might be all, all dandelions and stuff, and, and yeah, crocodiles, you never know. and poisonous snakes. But you know, you really, Rachel, you live in the zombie apocalypse, right? Because you know, all everything out there will kill you. You know it's there, <laughs> but it's tolerated. We're just we're just you know born. Preppers. <laughs> ah. well, we have to prep for everything. You know, you, you go out every summer. You've got the bushfire seasons that are going to rip through houses, and you've got to be even a kangaroo can kill you. Prep, prep for one thing, <laughs> for everything. What was that, Tiger? 
Kangaroo. Even a kangaroo can kill you. This is true. This is true. Have you ever been attacked by... If a kangaroo just kicks you in the face as hard as it could? I was stalked by a kangaroo. Oh. So oh my not, God. not only are they killers, they're creepers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, that was me in a suit. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... But I mean, it's uh, you know, we're down in Australia. Is, is the zombie genre big down there? Because it's booming in the United States. Even kiddie shows and stuff like that. I mean, zombies have come a long way here in the United States. What about there in Australia? It is growing. Um, it's it's well, I'm doing my best to make it grow. <laughs> uh, it is actually it, it's quite a big community. It probably on par with America if we had the same population. Um, we have got like America, America, Victoria has got the zombie walk. Sydney's got the zombie walk. We tried to have a zombie con. Should I take her outside? I, I can hear her. Uh, that's yeah, not a dog. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a uh, rabid kangaroo trying to break it. <laughs> rabid kangaroo. <laughs> so, so what part of Australia are you in? Victoria. Where's that at? Cold part, the, the south. I'm in the south of Down Under. So, so you, near Sydney? Below Sydney. Oh. So next state down. Have you ever seen a great white shark? I do want to ask if she's ever met Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. I know every Australian ever because it's the accent thing. Awesome. Do you know Frank? I know a guy named Frank who lives in Australia. Have you met him? Yes, oh. sure. She you met, met Frank? Frank she met Frank? Oh, okay. What about Dorothy? Do you know Dorothy? The dinosaur? <laughs> yes! Dorothy, Dorothy, do you want to dance with me? Yeah, I love to. I love that. I love the wiggles. Is that uh, a dongo? What do you, have what you, have you call you, those? A dingo? A, a, have you ever seen a taipan? Because I, a taipan, they're, they're in Australia, right? The taipan? Yeah, I remember. I, the, remember, the, remember, you remember the crocodile hunter? God rest his soul. I remember the first time I ever saw yes. the crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin. I was like, this, this. I was one of the people that was watching him before he got super popular because my brother and I discovered oh, him, and I was like, I was like, this guy is a madman because the first time I saw him, he walks up to a hole and says, "In this hole is the taipan. It's the deadliest snake in all of, all of Australia. One drop of this little fella's blood, you'll die in under eight seconds." And then he just suddenly just jams his arm down the hole and pulls it out by its tail. After he has told you that if it gets a little nick of the tooth, you're dead in four seconds. <laughs> he grabs it. He, he um, didn't have the best safety history. Yeah. And he got what? killed by a fruity stingray. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, there's a there's another Australian, the redheaded guy. I can't think of his name. Uh, Yahoo kind of, Serious. No, not Yahoo Serious. <laughs> he, he was like he's the not Australian. It, it wasn't Albie Mangles. It was, it was a third guy, but he was a red hair from Australia. And they were talking one time. Yeah, they were catching black mambas, right? And they were put them in a bag. And they were like, you know, the the black mamba's known for biting through the bag. And it shows a guy carrying a bag over his shoulder, and all of a sudden he just passes out. And the thing bit through the bag, man, and almost died there on the show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But you're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> the doll must be barking. <laughs> She's got us on mute. But Albie Mangles, did you wait? Did you ever watch Albie? And we'll get back to Fear of the Walking Dead. Did you ever watch Albie Mangles, Ted, the Australian guy? I've never heard about Albie Mangles. Albie Mangles, I have not either. Albie is this Mangles, related to Jenna Marbles? It might be. But Albie, he was the best because you know he would always run around in these Daisy Dukes, like like every now and then you'd see a ball sack fall out almost. 
Yeah. But it was always with this hot girl. And they, they were on a they were on like this tribe, this Indian tribe down in Australia. And there was a cow having a baby that was having trouble. So he took a chain and oh, hooked it. I know him. Yep, I know who you're talking about. Albie, Albie Mangles. And, and they hooked a chain to the, the calf's foot, and he hooked it up to his damn Jeep, and they jerked the calf out of the mama cow. Only in yeah. Australia. Only in Australia. But, but I can't think of the tall guy's name. God, what was the, the tall not red-headed the guy's name? Bushman. Huh? Not the barefoot Bushman. Barefoot. No. Or is that just Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Barefoot Bushman. That sounds familiar. <laughs> That'd be him, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aren't all Bushmen uh, barefoot, though? <laughs> Ted used to be a Bushman back in the 80s. The lady started shaking. <laughs> I was a, I was a Bush boy back in the eighties. <laughs> uh, so back to Fear the Walking Dead. It's uh, you know, if, is it too slow for you, Rachel? Because me, I like the drama. I like the dramatization <laughs> of the zombie apocalypse. I love it. I love it. it. It is a bit slow for me. I honestly think if we're we're Walking Dead fans already, so we're well into this. So you can't kind of say, okay, now we're going to take a step back and just slow it right down and show you how it started. That's what they should have done before The Walking Dead. But now that we're into The Walking Dead, you can't just take it right back there. We know our very own Matt Moak from AMC's The Talking Dead and Zombie Research Society said he was upset with it because he thought that there should not have been a zombie until the season finale. Would that, I mean... We all kind of agreed on that. You know, now, Ted, do you think that that would have been too slow still or right on pace to what you were saying? I think that would have at least been interesting. That's the problem with them having the show. It's not interesting. Jenner. I think the whole Jenner backstory would have been good. Something could be very slow as long as it keeps you engaged and you care about what's happening. Like the Shawshank Redemption, have you seen that? It's the slowest movie ever made, but when it's over, you're like, my God. God, that was incredible. You're just, you're, 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 you're heart wrenched. You're, you're, you feel your heart squeeze, Sean. And this, I'm watching it and I'm just, squeeze. like, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm watching a television program. I just don't, ugh, ugh. And Norma, you got to go back and listen to the beginning of the episode because we got the real Tiger Claw talking a lot on this show. Yeah, it's really? like, it's like on that riot cast. Hey, Tiger, in your voice, <laughs> wh- Tiger, what is your favorite show that you watch now? In your own words, Tiger Claw. What is your favorite? He's typing. You guys uh, talk about. <laughs> yeah, there he is, Tiger. What What is your favorite show? I like this having. Um, um, it's a show that you you probably got you guys don't probably talk about anyways because it's not, you know, it's not in this genre anyways. It involves Ninja Turtles. That's pretty much it. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Is That's it, Now, what is the show called? Ninja Turtles? What, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, I love Ninja I'll just Turtles. call it by saying... I'll just call it by saying TMNT. Oh, I love it, man. The movie or the animated series? Oh, uh, the animated the series, above, pretty much. Okay. I haven't watched any live-action shows for quite some time. Just, just can't find time to do that. Yeah, dude, I, I feel you, man. I, I know that feeling. Episodic TV, episodic TV is really hard to uh, to keep yeah. track of because you, you have watch, to you, make you, the every, time to see it. Every yeah, uh, that's my problem. Very, that's why I watch very few shows because 
I really only watch like The Walking Dead, American Horror Story, and uh, like Twenty Four whenever they randomly put that on. And that's because it, it is a thing where it's like when a new show comes out, you go, "Let's watch the premiere," and you go, "Okay, if this is good, this is going to be a nine-year commitment." <laughs> you know, and it's just it's it's, it's yeah, hard man. for me to get watching unless, these TV shows. Yeah. You have to commit to watching them every week and. You cannot miss any single episode because then you'll be you'll hate yourself for it when other people start talking about it, stuff that you haven't seen. Yeah. If I'm not sucked in in two and episodes, so I don't watch. See now. Yeah. Well, Netflix has. And like, it's easy like, to get stuff. Like, 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 yeah. We had Z Nation on uh, two weeks ago, and, and a lot of people that I talked to was kind of on the fence about Z Nation. But everybody I've talked to that's watched it. You know, that, that's binged watched it on Netflix has absolutely loved Z Nation. But, but you know, we, we talked behind the scenes with Matt, not not rhinoceros fighting Matt, but uh, Matt Bradford. Uh, we, we talked to Matt Bradford behind Ooh, uh, the scenes. Not, uh, that's the moose moose fighting that, one. That's moose eating Bradford. M- moose, eating. Yeah. moose eating Bradford. Uh, <laughs> Matt. But, 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 you know, we were talking, you know, my, my all time favorite season of The Walking Dead, that I like the dramatization of season two. You know, I really love season two. I like Swamp Walker. I like the whole barn thing. I like the house. I like just whenever they were sitting on the porch talking. I loved it. A lot of people talked about season two the way that they're talking about Fear the Walking Dead. But Mr. Matt Bradford said that him and his wife recently went back and watched the complete season two, and he said it was one of his. The, the best seasons that he's seen of The Walking Dead because he binge-watched it. Yeah. You know, it, it was slow from week to week, and you're like, we didn't get much, nothing this week, so we got to wait another seven days to get something else. But binge-watching it, I think people's going to go back and watch Fear and, and do the same thing. But Because, you know, like we talked about last week, a lot of people claim that, that they read the, the Walking Dead comics years before The Walking Dead come out. And, they you know, they waited years for the TV series to come out. And I called bullshit last week. You know, I was like, yeah, I remember watching season one. And everybody I talked to was like, what the hell are you talking about? It wasn't until they'd done the marathon for season one to where everybody got hype about it. Freeman Mommy did not watch uh, The Walking Dead until they'd done the marathon. And then she was like, holy shit, why did I not watch this with you? I mean, you remember we was talking about that, Ted, last week in Norma. I think Fear right. the Walking Dead, I th- I think that it's going to be like season one to where you got people on the fence. A lot of people that, well, maybe it's just not watched it. But whenever they do the marathon mm-hmm. and people can see five, these six episodes back to back, I think it's going to be a different story. I said, the uh, fixed up. If you marathon it though, the speed will be fixed up. Sure, it won't be as slow, but you'll still have the inconsistencies there. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but well, The Walking uh, Dead has that a lot, like especially on the the season three in the prison. Remember, there were, and we talked about it here on ZombieCast. Remember, Ted, there were so many paths that you walked down to where that you know there were cliffhangers that were just never answered. It's like, like everybody, were, like the flu, the flu virus that just never. Yeah, the, the, oh, the, the bleeding eyes virus or whatever. Yeah, just, you know, it, it was, you know, they led us down this path with the bleeding eyes, and then all of a sudden we opened the door to find the surprise, and it's a brick wall there. There's nothing. They never continued on it, nothing, ever again. Well, I'll say, and agreeing with Matt, is I was one of the people that thought season two was until Sophia came out of the barn. I thought that was pretty horrendous to sit through week after week. But I went back and uh, I, I binge-watched that in like a day as well and if you watch mm-hmm. the first seven episodes of season two in a row 
it it is good. Like the search for Sophia works, and it's not. It's just yeah, it it is a much better show in one block than stretching out that slow search for seven weeks. You know, um, so that is true. And that's uh, what we watched. We binge watched when we first started because you know we didn't know about it for a little while, and it did keep us entertained. But I like the fact that I could just go back to the next episode and keep watching. I think if we had watched one week at a time, it the anticipation would have been too much. Right? Because I don't know if you remember Ted. Me and you talked and had a conversation with Professor Woodchuck Zombie. Do you remember that? Do you remember who (laughs) Professor Woodchuck Zombie is? Phil, uh, no. Phil, Woodchuck Wood. Yeah, I was going to write that. (laughs) Professor Wood, he's on as Professor Woodchuck Zombie, and we talked to him. It was the zombie that was in the woods that had the long hair that they dissected his body. And and me and you talked to this guy. He had on glasses. He had a booth set up, and it was called uh, Professor Woodchuck. And it was, uh, he had, uh, it was the Walking Dead memorabilia bit, but he was the zombie. If you go look up those pictures, I may have a picture of us talking to Woodchuck Zombie. Uh, but, but his booth was kind of over there to where the machine guns were, to where you and Ashton shot the machine guns uh, at Walker Stalker. Oh, Stalker. I remember. That was fun. But, but, yeah, I, but I think that there's a lot of forgotten things in season two like that. Like, uh, you know, for me, my favorite zombie of all time was Swamp Walker, which is, you know, God, we hung out with Kevin Galbraith, I mean, a ton of time. Remember, Ted, outside and all? Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember we were outside hanging out with Kevin Galbraith. He followed us around a bunch. And, and we were sitting there, and there were people standing around talking about The Walking Dead. And I was like, do you realize who you're standing beside? And they were like, no. And I was like, this, this dude fucking killed Dale. I, know, saw uh, Sean, I saw Sean backhand at least seven people Yes, when boosh, they said boosh, no. Boosh. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, the first time I went to Walker Stalker Con, I went. Me and Kevin Gilbraith were hanging out. Matt and Angie were inside, and uh, Fred Rojas. And uh, me and Kevin Gilbraith went outside to smoke a cigarette, and then Bicycle Girl Zombie come up and was like, you know, I was kind of starstruck. And I've talked about this before, but I was like, holy shit, man! There's there's fucking Bicycle Girl Zombie. And, and then, you know, they were like, you know, what are you doing tonight? Where we go meet up for drinks? Blah 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 blah. But. I don't know. It's kind of hanging out with those guys, but but season two, yeah, I think is I think that I think that Fear of the Walking Dead is going to be like season two. People's because people hated season two. Remember, I mean, people's like, man, I'm done with the Walking Dead. I'm done with it. I'm done. with I've it. heard I'm so many people it. be done with the Walking Dead, but the ratings keep going up, up, up. Dude, if they made fifteen different series, I would watch them all. Oh, I now, would too. Yeah, me too. Now, now, one thing that I want to talk we'll about: Fear the Walking Dead when they kill Rick Grimes. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm uh, team you know Shane I, and Governor. Know, I, kill, I kill Rick Grimes, I will still watch it, but it, it'd be like when Michael Scott left the office. It's like I tried yes. my best to enjoy it, and I just was like, really I like don't it. like it anymore. It's not a good show anymore. They they took the heart out of it. The what? The office. Yeah, the Which office. One, the American one or the UK the one? American the one. American one when Steve Carell left. That should have been the last episode of that show when he got on the plane. But they kept it going two years or something yeah. after that, and it was just – it went to me from being like the funniest show on TV to – I did not even crack a smile watching it when he was gone. It was like, ugh. True, true. But uh, one thing I, I need you guys to explain to me I was totally lost about, and, and I, 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 I don't know 
what was wrong with him or, or this or that. And I'm talking about the neighbor that was sitting on the toilet. Can somebody explain that story to me? And then he ended up fleeing in the car and jumping the fence. But, and the cop, they probably shot him. But the, the what, what, what was wrong with the guy? I, I don't. I, I don't I think, get that. I, I think he was just having a mental breakdown, right? He panicked. He he had no idea how he was going to protect his family. He he didn't know what was going on. He had no answers for his family. He did what? No, actually, I don't think he did the right. The had the right reaction because no one else would have left their family. That's where he he went wrong. But yeah, it would normal to panic. I think, yeah, I think he started having, like, panic attacks about the situation, whatever, and he just flipped out. It's like, screw this, and he left, and the military caught up to him and killed him. But they were like, he's not acting right, man. you got to go talk to him. I, I don't understand what the panic was ever. He was just, like, he was just bummed. Everybody's dead. Well, it's, yeah, it's panicked over the world ending. <laughs> yeah. So. What do you think, Rachel? He was. He didn't know how to tell his kids what was going on. He actually said that. How do I tell the kids? Like, how would you sit down and tell little Ashton that the world is coming to an end and he's probably going to be zombie food? Oh, Ashton already knows. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he's repairing his. He's repairing Ashton he's for that. Like years. <laughs> Dude, when Ashton like... was five, he's like, now, son, someday the zombies <laughs> are going to come, and you're going to you have two you have two choices: kill or be eaten. Dude, I, I, I would be like Anne Frank, man. I'd be hanging out in my attic. <laughs> I'd pull the steps up. I would cut a hole. And then, oh. I mean, I would enter and exit uh, that way. I think that's we, already, we already established that you would, you would, you would uh, trip your own family to get away. We already established that last week, I think. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 <laughs> You'd be the one that you show up at the compound and Madison's there and you're like, my, they, you're like, oh, look at this hottie, and you're telling her some lie about how the, about how they got your family. But then we see the flashback; you actually tripped them all. True, true. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. Do what? Maybe the Shane Otis thing. Yeah. Shane. Yeah, you know what? Shane, man. I, you know, I, I hope I have a friend like Shane in the zombie apocalypse. It, it, <laughs> yeah, because he truly thought that Rick was dead. He's like, yeah, they were, they were shooting people. I know. I think he was dead. And, it, yeah, he he went to take care of his best friend's family and Sean his was wife. A, Shane was a flaw. Was, was, I haven't I, I the camp that Shane was shit on because, like, everybody was always like, you left Rick behind. That flashback, they have a flashback sequence that clear as day shows Shane thought he was dead. It's no, it's no question about it. And Shane, even though he thought he was dead, he still barricaded the door and left him behind. But we're completely ignoring the fact that when he actually got to the farm, he actually left the fat guy behind as bait. Oh, right. he did that. Yeah, he's, he was addicted to do that. But, but, but even then, he, but he did it because he's like, I, gotta, I, I always even rationalized that as he knew I got to get back because I got to save Pearl's life. So it's me or him. <laughs> he, it was basically either we both die or only one of us dies. Those are the two options he had. You know, it's funny. I have to go back and relook at that episode because I'd always thought of Shane. He assumed that Rick was going to die because he was in a coma. Not that he thought he was dead. I thought he was just saying, well, this guy's alive, but he's going to die anyways. And was, that's how was, he left him. There was a moment, I, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I think Rick's um, heart monitor thing got pulled out and he flatlined and Shane thought he flatlined, but he didn't. There was some confusion. There was some weird thing like that that happened. I could be wrong. Gotcha. 
right. And also, and also, Shane was trying to pick him up. He's like, I can't carry him. And you have guys coming down the halls with machine guns. I mean, if Shane doesn't leave, he's going to be. They're both going to be killed anyway. Too, you know. I mean, what is? What's he supposed to do? I mean, would you do that? Would you take down the hurt person to leave them back as bait so you can go back? I probably well, would have at least Oh, oh, yeah, the Otis situation and the Rick situation, I think he did the right thing because he's dead. He has two options. Either I leave Rick and run or we're both going to get shot by the military anyway. Because he that's why he had to run. They were coming down the hall with machine guns shooting people. What's he supposed to do? Stick around? (laughs) So what I'm thinking is if we're ever in the zombie apocalypse, I'm not going to I'm not going to be next to Ted. because He's going to knock me down just so he can get out. No, if they were were exterminating people, they were exterminating. Rick was in a coma, thought dead, unconscious. (laughs) and Shane had to physically carry him and he tried and he couldn't do it. And the military was coming with machine guns. and They were down the hall. (laughs) He didn't just leave. Not like Rick was a running man that he left said, no, fuck you, and he left him. Rick was unconscious. I meant with the other guy. I can't remember his name. But when, you know. Otis. Yes, thank you. And Otis, uh, Otis, it was a situation where Shane was hurt. Otis was overweight. They were eating, and they had to get the medicine back to Carl, or Carl was going to die. And the option was either I shoot Otis in the leg and leave him. And me and Carl live, or me and Otis both die, and Carl dies too because we don't get the right. medicine back. Those are the two options he had. Could have just Shame. shot him in the head. It's an easier way but, to go. But he yes. had to have him squirming to lure the zo- lure the zombies. They like squirmers, like hey, man. like little wormies. Yeah, like worms on a hook. You got to have those worms squirming around to get the fish to show up. Here, fish, well, you should know these things. Living in the deep Australian outback, you should know yeah. how to. How to lure Shane was the most logical, realistic character I think that there is. I mean, he he was a true friend. He was, he was a defender. Time. Yeah, he, 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 would, he, he would have protected all those people. I never it, once thought oh. he was a nutcase. Yeah, people thought I joked about it here on ZombieCast, but you know, I, I was a Shane fan. And I'll tell I was you a what, governor John. fan. The governor did what he had to do governor, to protect yeah. his family. Philip Blake. That place was running just fine until Rick and his cronies showed, showed up. But, up. I'll, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll say one thing, too, about, about marathoning season two. Swear to God, if you watch season two back to back to back, not only is it better, you see just how diabolical and crazy Lori Grimes is, even more. that she, <laughs> Shane is the most manipulated man in the history of television because she goes from, like, you stay the fuck away from my son, you pile of shit, and then the next, the, like, an hour later in the timeline, he's... He's doing exactly what he's told. He's over there fishing, not bothering anybody. She walks out. <laughs> You've been ignoring my son. You're hurting his feelings, you asshole. And he's like, I, blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah, I'm dead serious. And, and, then, and then she's like, she goes and tells Rick, and puts in Rick's mind that he should kill Shane. And then she goes to Shane and puts in Shane's mind, we need you around. I don't think Rick's strong enough. What are you doing? You crazy woman. Yeah, she was a little nuts. I mean, we can be a little crazy, but that's a little too much. They, I, I don't know if they wrote her to be this crazy. Was it intentionally that they wrote her this nuts? Um, I think they, was, they were trying to put a little bit of um, heat between uh, Rick and Shane. Like, it wasn't enough already because I know there's the doubt in there thinking, who is the real dad, you know? And for them to um, have her put in the middle, you know, put in her to – sense to kind of pitch them against each other was what the story needed to get yeah. to keep moving forward. And, and, and that's very obviously Shane's kid. And she's like, even if it is your kid, it ain't going to be your kid. 
So bitch. there. Yeah, it's like I I know I know that I I know that Rick was in a coma from this point to this point, and I can I, I've been pregnant for six weeks, and six weeks ago Rick was in a coma. But fuck you, it ain't your kid. Like whatever. Hey, I'm sitting here looking at. Uh, She's crazy. For kind of a news story, uh, this is from iBiggestNews.com. It says Walking Dead lawsuit AMC seeks dismissal of Frank Darabont and CNA CAA amend complaint. Uh, it says exclusive. The Walking Dead isn't back on air until October 11th, but AMC today uh, tried to take a zombie apocalypse-sized legal bite out of Frank Darabont and CAA's multi-claim ongoing action against him. All plaintiffs' claims in this lawsuit ultimately will be proven uh, meritless, but as demonstrated below, Darabont's new breach of contract claims alleging uh, entitlement to an additional 5% of contingent uh, participation should be dismissed now, says uh, Cabler tonight. But it goes on. So, so that's still ongoing. The whole Frank Darabont uh, stuff. Do you think the show would be different if Frank Darabont was still on? Yeah, he done what well, season yeah, he's, he, one and he was what? the showrunner, right? So the show, the show could be completely different now, right? Is it doesn't the showrunner have say over what happens? So yeah, the show could be a completely different show if he was still on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I just didn't realize that was going on. So I guess that was more Darabont news. Uh, oh, and by the way, today. you remember I, I told you guys at the Star Wars Force Friday a couple of weeks ago, I met the Star Killer from Force Unleashed? Yeah. Yes. You know, you know that he's the, the, the tank zombie, right? No. The oh, zombie really? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, when Rick was in the tank and the guy woke up and he shot him and he, he like blew his eardrums out, that there was supposed to be a whole plot line or opening of season two was going to actually have him on it showing his story of how he became the tank zombie, and that was Frank Darabont's idea. And then when he was thrown off the show, that whole thing was scrapped. It was going to show a prequel little thing showing him wind up in the tank and turn into the zombie when Rick showed up. Darn, that have been good. So you, yep. you, were, you were hanging out with him uh, at Toys R Us getting your BB-8 toy, right? I didn't get shit because by the time I got there, everything was sold out. But he was just randomly in the line buying toys like everybody else. Well, how did yeah. well, you get that robot? I lucked up and got it at Best Buy the next the next morning. Ah, you can probably get one now. It's been a few weeks. I mean, yeah, well, I, was, I saw them at Target, but but I didn't realize that the one at Target was different. Oh, they have a big one that's like eighty bucks. That's not as good. The smaller one's way smaller, but it's a better product. You can buy it at Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, yeah, you can buy. I got you can buy it at Brookstone. I got a uh, I got a catalog in the mail from Brookstone, and it's the it's the cover item. Like we got BB-8. Right, right. So, uh, so you know, it's, I don't know. It, I'll put better bullet points next week, but, but you know, th- there was a lot of topics on this week's Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, so, so another uh, couple weeks, we got season six coming back. What do you expect, Rachel? Good, bad? I mean, I mean, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm fiending for the Walking Dead. I'm also fiending for Fear. But, but uh, do you think it's going to be good over the top? It looks like it's going to be good from the trailer. I, I do still get those chills when I see the, the trailer. I have high hopes. Uh, whether or not they're met, I'm reserving judgment. Um, <laughs> uh, but I am looking forward to seeing how the Morgan influence fits in there. Very nice. Morgan and Rick are going to be evil lying each other the whole time. This They're going to be at odds. There's going to be a bit of a clash there. Yeah, I am yeah. curious to see this. I, I'm... 
I'm curious to see how crazy they're going to make Rick. You know what I mean? Because he was yeah. pretty nuts by the time we left him at the end of season five. Yeah, so. he, he, he knows how dangerous he is now because in the trailer he sort of says, like, do you have any idea who I am? He knows how, he knows how badass he is. Yeah. Did, did you see the trailer last night where they were talking to the cast members of, of what they would tell themselves from season one? It was uh, no. it was like a little quick snippet for uh, you know previews of season six, but but they go to Norman Reedus and Rick Grimes, but 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 if you get a chance, go back and watch it because you know uh, Andrew Lincoln, you know, is it, pretty funny the voice he does uh, talking talking to Rick Grimes. So uh, you know if you miss that, go back and watch it. But, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. Really, really excited about it. One thing that I think that is uh, still being overlooked just by the zombie people that that I, I, I talk to at work. That are huge Walking Dead fans is Z Nation, which we got our second episode this week. Norma, have you watched Z Nation any of the season two? I have watched the first one. I have to catch up on the second one. It's pretty um, good. I like it. You know, it's I like because it's lighthearted in a Different. lot of ways. Yes, and I like it that way because it's I don't know just so much so much seriousness in all the other ones that this makes it more exciting to watch. Because it is lighthearted. You know what I mean? Like, it, it tries to be serious in some spots. But I, I like the lighthearted approach to it. So, do you get that down under, Rachel? We do. We've just started season two down here. I haven't actually seen any of it yet, though. Ah. I'm sorry, no. I saw a part of season, the, the first episode, and it just... Is it just me, or did it kind of jump a bit? Like, it, it feels like they've left a bit of information out in the middle there. Yeah. You know, it kind of just a little like, um, you know, like I wasn't different. following. I don't know if I was just, you know, me and I was slightly distracted trying to look at the time because I was on a time crunch. But uh, for, for me, for me, you know, it, season two picked up right where season one left off with the nuclear bombs coming. And and it was weird just watching, you know, the end of the marathon of season one. And I got to say, Murphy with his shiny ma- paint ma- looking makeup on kind of threw me off because, you know, he went from being one shade of kind yeah. of a zombie to, I mean, it, 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 it looks like makeup on him, that, mm-hmm. gray, that gray look that he has. But he's a lot darker from, from the end of season one to what he is now, you know. I mean, it's almost laughable, the, the change in the color of Murphy. And I still don't understand it quite a bit, quite yet, about what all Murphy can do. Because, you know, Murphy controls the zombies now. You know, like, so, like, whenever he's around zombies, he'll have a, a herd of zombies behind him. But he's like, go go eat these people or stop here or wait. Or, yeah, or that's crazy because you strip. Can control them, right? But, yeah, so if, if the group is with Murphy now, they never, they never have to fear the zombies, right? Can exactly. I just say that's been done? Do what? That's been done. And if you saw Wormwood, <laughs> you'd know. <laughs> but, it's been done. But it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's almost like, it, Ted, you, you know, you, you, you were injected by the government by this, this vaccine to where you can be bitten by zombies. But now, you know, <laughs> you, you're starting to do mind control. So, like, like Ted, say if you were Murphy... You could walk up and scratch a human, and then you can control their mind, make them shoot themselves in the head, Ooh, or, or do whatever you want. Yeah, but but he can also mind control the zombies now. So it's you know I, you know this week I thought at least three people 
almost died. And it was pretty intense scenes where you're like, ah, you know, where you're on the edge of your seat, like, holy shit, what's going on? But, uh, but Z Nation, you know, is another thing that I think binge watching is really, really good. And season one is on Netflix. Do you have Netflix down there, Rachel? Yeah, but it's, we've got a weird Netflix. It's like Netflix light. You've actually got to do the whole get a VPN to get the American Netflix and get the extra shows. It's stupid. <laughs> it's better to get it on Fox down here. Oh, oh it's on it's Fox cable. there? Cable, yeah. No, no, cable. It, it, our cable's called Foxtel. Oh. Foxtel? What's the fox say? Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Hotte, 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 ho. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, guys, you know, I guess we can get to the wrap-up show. You know, hey, we, hey, we, hey, we, hey, I didn't what? talk about Monster Palooza yet. Yeah, let's talk, talk about talk, Monster Palooza. Oh, and yeah. I want to talk about uh, Walker Soccer. Go ahead. And we have a, uh, we have a clip tire clock in a few minutes. Um, went, to, went to Monster Palooza again. And uh, same event as usual, just walk in and switch to hard stuff. Pretty neat. Nothing, nothing interesting to see, but I got to meet some cool people. Um, let's see. I got to meet the great Tom Holland, who hopefully will be coming on this show, show at some point. He said he would, but I don't know what's going on. Yes. I got to, and talked to him. Uh, he did Fright Night and Chucky Child's Play. I got to meet the kid that played Andy Barkley in the original two Child's Plays. Um, he was the kid, and I can't remember his, his name, but he was very nice. I got to meet... Um, Sid Haig for the 57th time, and he always looks like he just wants to take a nap. Every time he's like, ugh. Um, he was there. Uh, I got a Clue Gulliger, who's my buddy, who was in, you know, he's, he's on The Virginian. He was in Nightmare on Street 2, Return of the Living Dead. I got to see him, but I, I, like, I actually know him, so I walked up. He's like, oh, there he is, when I walked up to him. <laughs> awesome. It, uh, I was like, Clue, I saw you return to the living dead. He's like, I know I waved at you. You didn't wave back. And I was like, I didn't see you wave at me, Clue. Damn it. Um, he's a sweet, sweet man. Um, who else was there? I saw Lance Henriksen was there, the girl from the first sleepaway camp, who the girl with the penis at the end, some big twists, spoils. Uh, she was there. Oh, I got to meet William Forsythe from Raising Arizona, Career Opportunities. He was the, the sheriff in Devil's Rejects. Yes. Um, dude, dude, wait, that dude has got the best voice ever. Yeah, he was very nice. And I'll tell you what. Oh, I wanted to say something. I have two points. I got to also meet Tom Atkins, who I was thrilled to meet. Because if, you, if you're a horror fan, he's the star of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. He's in The Fog. He's in uh, Night of the Creeps. He's in Maniac Cop. He's in uh, My Maniac, Bloody Valentine. Maniac. He's um, in Lethal Weapon. He's been in a ton of movies. He's in Creep Show. He plays the dad who's slapping his son around at the beginning of creep show and then the, the son you know uh, gets the the voodoo doll at the end and stabs him um but two points and then we have wait, a clip wait for, what creep show yeah creep show the voodoo doll oh remember, yeah 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 the, the kid the, the rap the wrap the kid, around story at the yeah, beginning the, of, yeah the kid that's reading you know, when it, whenever the 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 the, the creep show Thing comes up to his window and it turns to yeah, a cartoon. Yeah, the son, son sends in his room. The dad sends in his room. He's the dad. I. But here's a funny story. I talked to Sid Haig, and uh, if you're a listener of Zombie Cast, you're gonna love this. I talked to Sid Haig, and I looked down, and he had a picture of the Devil's Rejects of the girl running with Lou Temple's face. You know right. that scene. And I said, "Hey, Lou Temple." I said, I, "I actually know him a little bit. We had him on my podcast." I said, "He's a very, very nice man." And Sid Haig goes. Oh, he's a very nice man. Very nice. And I said, he loves to talk, though. And Sid Hay goes, 
Oh my god, does he love to talk? <laughs> <laughs> he just looked like out of breath. I like, go, oh my god, does he love to talk? Um, but lastly, I also got to meet last person I think of is Ken Forey, who I've actually met before from from Dawn of the Dead, star Dawn of the Dead. He's in the, the remake guy. of Halloween. The black, the big black dude. He's in Lords of Salem, and I got him to record a bumper for a zombie cast, and it it went a little long, so we we're gonna let wait, Tiger wait, Call play. Wait, the- wait, wait, before you play it, Ken Forey is one of the guys that I used to talk about. You know, the original Dawn of the Dead. I, I feared that movie, but but I watched it a ton as a kid. I was raised on zombies. My parents love zombies. My mom was, yeah, you know, she graduated in 1968 uh, or 69. So you know, she went to see Night of the Living Dead in the theater back then. So you know, it's zombie. John, zombies have always been in my life. But 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 the scene of Ken Fourier and that that hot white chick with the with the <laughs> model looking hair, and they're in that red room, like where, you know where the newscast is, dude. I, I, I would really like to talk to him, man, because, I mean, him in general and Dawn of the... You know, he made Dawn of the Dead, dude. I, so, this is exciting. So, play the clip, Tiger. This is Ken Forey, my boss to Palooza. I'm looking at a very beautiful young lady. And her husband is looking at me like he wants to kill me, but that's all right. And in between that time, I want you to listen to Zombie Cast because it's the number one or number two, I think, podcast in America. Or soon will be. <laughs> and if you believe that, I'll say you're a bridge in Brooklyn. No, I'm just joking. Do tune in to Zombie Cast. It is a good show, and you'll love it. And it's, and uh, that's it. That's Ken Foray from Monsterpalooza yeah. in Burbank, California. And we're uh, we're kicking ass. There you go. Tough please. Bye. Yeah. That was beautiful. Well, that's amazing. Very nice. nice. My, my co-hosts are going to love that. Okay. <laughs> my co-hosts are going to love that. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was awesome, Ted. Dude, thanks, man. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it, what it was, I was I was staying next to this young attractive couple. They were they were just people next to me, and that's what he was talking about when he said, "There's a beautiful woman and her husband here." Yeah, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I got I got I got a long bumper like that. Yeah, I, I did swap up our bumpers. I got one from a uh, clue clue. Uh, God, what's Gulliger? his last? Yeah, that, that you were just talking really? about. Uh, a bumper. Yeah, I have a bumper from, from him, and he's like, "This is clue from." Return of the Living Dead, and take my advice to never, ever, ever, ever eat a zombie. And you're listening to <laughs> Zombie Cast, but uh, dude, I, I need to put those on there, and I'll, I'll be adding that uh, to our thing. I need to swap them up, dude. We've had a lot of slabs. Yeah, we got to, yeah, I think like I think there's one of Ashley Lawrence that I got when uh, she's the star of the Hellraiser movies. Yeah, yeah. I right, I think there's been a few. Yeah, you have a few that are not injected in. Yeah, ones you have are the are. The, the cream of the crop ones. The, so the you, biggest get, the biggest kit was George Romero in the last Monster Blues of it. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. That was awesome. So, did you go as press, Ted? Uh, no. You the, Monster Palooza doesn't let people go as press. So you can't get a press pass to it. So yeah, that's why Mad Monster Party is here in North Carolina. So I, I'm gonna have to buy tickets, I guess, because I think yeah, Romero's to, coming. To you gotta pay to get Monster Palooza. I try. There's there's no way to there's no press submission or anything on their website. Never has hmm. been. Ah. So, Norma, 
You're going to be pressed somewhere. Tell everybody about yes. it. Yes. I am going this coming again to Philly. Uh, Comic-Con. <gasps> Walker Stalker Con. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I might see the Pope. I might wave to him. But, you know, I'm sorry, Pope. If I see Rick Grimes, I might ask for his autograph instead of yours. Uh, but Eli from Knuckle and the B-Team will come meet us. The actual so, the actual Pope. The Pope is in uh, Philadelphia this weekend. I'm going to guess you can't get anywhere near him. I'm yeah, gonna I'll be because I'm sure it's going to be ridiculously <laughs> well, crowded. Well, you, you and know, I really don't want to do that. Norma, Norma Latte gunned down after trying to get autographed from the Pope. Yes, Norma, <laughs> plan imagine. accordingly. You know, I saw some, some people complaining on the Walker Stalkers uh, Facebook page that the Pope's route has actually shut down almost all connections to Walker Stalker Con. So wow. that, you know, it's almost going to be maybe an the island is in there. a fan of The Walking Dead. Yeah, maybe. Might, you're maybe right. He'll, maybe he'll <laughs> swing in there. But uh, but be sure that you have your route playing good, Norma, because my understanding, uh, that weekend he's going to be in Philadelphia, and it's going to be really hard to That's get to where Walker Stalker Con's at. <laughs> that is a hard thing. So I'm hoping that we're going to leave like really early in the morning to kind of beat that traffic out. That's my goal. I'm not the one driving, but I'm certainly the one going to be pushing and get moving. So. Yeah. And, and a word of advice, me and Ted, you know, we've tackled Walker Stalker Con a couple times. One word of advice, Norma, and to any zombie listening out there. If you go to Walker Stalker Con and you, you really can't afford a lot of the prices there, go mm-hmm. and enjoy it. The, the key to Walker Stalker Con is this. Find out which hotel is sponsored by yeah. Walker Stalkers. Find out to where, to where, like, if you want to go to Walker Stalker Con Philadelphia, they've got a hotel reserved. So Actually, figure out I'll wh- look that up, and they do not have hotels reserved for Philadelphia. Well, I, I will try to find it. But, but, but if you go to Walker Stalker Con, find out which hotel happens to if is affiliated Walker Stalker Con. After the con, be sure that you stay at that hotel or you go hang out in the lobby at that hotel. Like, me and Ashton were hanging out uh, and then, uh, who's the guy that plays, what's the dumb guy's name on The Walking Dead? Daryl Dixon? No, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah Daryl uh, Dixon. Uh, Eugene. Eugene uh, was kind of uh, hanging out in the parking day, but me and my son Ashton, uh, this was, uh, one of the nights, I know, uh, Ted had already went home, and Matt and Mariana was up in their room, and Ashton's like, Dad, let's, let's walk over to the West End just to see what's going on, and we walked over there, and Lori Holden pulled up. Ooh. Uh, got out right in front of us and was unloading her luggage, and, and we did we didn't bother her for anything. But we were like, Miss Holden, you know, you, you're pleasant to watch on everything that you do. <laughs> and, and, and she was, and you're she came pleasant. over. She came over to me and Ashton was like, I want to thank you uh, for, for what you said. You know, that was really nice. But you know, we didn't ask her. But like me, you know, Ted, the autographs yeah. we got was just in, randomly in hotels, right? And pictures. Yeah, like it wasn't uh, at the it wasn't at the con. One of my favorite pictures ever taken is me and his, me and me and Herschel's one of my favorite pictures ever, and that's one of my favorite stories because, like, as he said, we were just walking back to the hotel and we were standing there and it was like, "Holy shit!" This old fogey standing on the corner smoking a cigar is Herschel, and everybody around and like we're the first ones who noticed that when we said it, people around were like, "Oh my god, he just looks like some crazy old hobo," on the yeah. corner basically. Yeah, <laughs> and and people right next to him were like, "Oh my god, it is Herschel." Yeah, and yeah. We, we've met Herschel at least five times like that. I've got several pictures uh, with Herschel just hanging out. But, you know, 
on the ele- you know, a lot of my Walker Stalker Con pictures is on the elevator, like uh, Travis Love, which played Bowman, the, the big guy with the dreadlocks. I got a picture of Freeman Mommy and him in the elevator, me and Gus from Breaking Bad. Uh, you know, he, he kind of choked me in the elevator. Uh, but, you know, it was in the hotel. Go to the con, enjoy it, but don't give up hope if you can't afford a $100 autograph, say, from Norman yeah. Reedus. Go hang out in the hotels afterwards because, you know what, they like to mingle with the fans, and, and they're out there. You yeah, look at want- Gabe. Gabe's got all sorts of cool pictures with walking dead people just by happening upon them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Norman, I'm going to try to – I want to email Walker Stalkers and ask maybe where the guests are staying. Maybe they, they may not answer me, they, but maybe so. But uh, but uh, try to find out any city that Walker Stalkers comes at and hang out in those hotels. But, guys, we've got to get to the wrap-up show. Our time slot is done. We want to thank all the new listeners out there uh, and thank the Zombies for keeping us up on those ratings. Uh, you know, like I said, Matt Bradford will be back in October. And uh, leave us a review. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. Leave us a review. Be honest. Uh, you know, we, we love the five stars, but, you know, ratings is like gold to us. It helps us, uh, you know, when you rate and review us, it helps us climb on I- Apple iTunes. It gives us exposure to eyes and uh, growing. Uh, you know, puts us on the front page pretty much. So, so help us out with the uh, reviews. And, uh, you know, we want to thank all the zombies out there. We love all you guys. But let's get to the wrap-up show. And Miss Rachel Drummond, author of the South Forsaken series, where can people find you? So I can be found on Facebook, either under my name or the South Forsaken. Or I can be found on Twitter at sister underscore Rachel. And I'm chatting all the time there. So, yeah, hit me up. Sister Rachel. Sister Rachel. I love your smile, Rachel. You're awesome. Yeah, let me look at that smile. Yeah, I just said it, Jack. Look at that smile. Yeah. And Tiger Claw, where can people find you? Twitter at Tiger Claw 305. Tiger Claw 305. Everybody go follow Tiger over there. You know, Tiger, dude, I'll, you really helped us out tonight. Uh, you know, Norma and Matt jumped ship and abandoned us and left me and Ted yeah. hanging. And you know what? You scooped us up in your wing, Tiger, and we love you, man. You're Entire awesome. Claw, hey, you're don't, be, don't be ashamed of your own voice. You don't need that phony robot voice. No, you dude, be I, yourself. I like your voice, Tiger. And, uh, I so, use both. You know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but, but thank you once again, uh, and, uh, and also uh, all that you do for all games. And Mr. Normalate, where can people find you? You're on mute, Norma. I sure am, I guess. You can find me <laughs> under Normie477 on Twitter, or you can find me on Thursday nights here on allgames.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. And come game with me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug. Nice, nice. And if you're in Philadelphia going to the Walker Stalker Con, or if you happen to go see the Pope, come find me. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm going for the Pope. Yep, yeah. you're going for the Pope. Come find me. Go, go Pope it, uh, Ted. Pope uh, Ted. if he yeah. watches Fear the Walking Dead or something. He might. What if, what if, yes. yeah, what if, they, what if this big like, bulletproof glass case comes rolling through the aisle to get a, like, a Daryl Dixon autograph? That would the, be the, fantastic. The Pope is a, the Pope is a huge uh, Norman Reedus. Hey, we, we were talking about this at work. <laughs> yeah, this is a yes or no question. Ted, yes or no, is the Pope bigger than any government? Does, he doesn't have any actual power over anything, does he? He's no, just a, he's a he's a he's a he's a figure. He's a uh, power of religion. Well, you're yeah, gonna say he yeah. has a lot of say he's, with him. He's got more protection than than our president. 
in our country. Well, well yeah, because, I mean, for obvious reasons, there are people who want to shoot him, but he doesn't have any actual, like, legal power over anything, right? If, if I, don't, smoked, I don't know. If he smoked but a joint, not- would he be arrested? No way. Well, we can't even get Hillary Clinton arrested, and she committed a massive felony. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you think but, – but world – I mean, is he bigger than any government? Do you think that, that for any reason that they would put him in jail in the United States? Doubt it. He's a holy man. Would run for president. Yeah, well, the Pope would win, wherever. But uh, Rachel, is he bigger than the, the government? Pope is. They, they switch the Pope up so much these days. I don't even know who it is. These days, I don't think that he's bigger than the government, but I think the governments pay a lot of attention to what he has to say. True. He's. This is the latest one from Argentina, I believe. So he's. Um, I think he's done a, a lot of good things for the. For the Catholic Church, you had that one pope that looked like Emperor Palpatine. He was only in there for like like a year or something. Yeah, Remember him? yeah, he left. Pope right? Benedict. Yeah, yeah, Benedict. yeah he, he looked like Benedict. Senator. He looked like Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. Yeah, I, I like I like Pope John Paul. He was kind of the older one that was slumped over, but you know that. That was my pope. That's the pope I grew up with. <laughs> That's my pope. That was he was a naked gun. That's my pope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tadakin, where can people find you? Tadakin on everything. Come play Gears of War Ultimate with me and Norma and whoever else on the X phone. Yes. And uh, we've been having fun with that. And uh, I will be heading to Panic Mountain in a couple of weeks. And uh, Norm- Norma said she might try to come be one of the guests on Panic Mountain, which would be yes. cool because then I could maybe meet Norma. Uh, That's cool. So we will we will see about is that. It on an I need, actual mountain. It's on an actual mountain. But and I couldn't they, do the zip line, so I'd have to watch you do yeah. the zip. Well, they throw us up there, and uh, you they gotta have do to some zip. rock uh, mountain climbing to get there, huh? I could, I could, yeah. I might not ever come back, guys. I might not escape panic. <laughs> oh but, uh, no! But, uh, that'd, be, that'd be pretty badass. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, and I, I, I'm allowed to bring some folks with me. They, t- I don't know who to bring. They said I can bring a couple people with me free of charge. To do, and, and, the zip, the, and the zip line is included. If you come with me, you get to do the zip line free. There you go. Nice. So, and it includes a meal and everything, correct? Yep. And, yep. Include, and you get to paintball, shoot zombies out in the woods, and do all yes. sorts of nice. stuff. And, and like I said, we have one team reserved, Team Chocobo Mosh Pit. Him and his wife are going. We need 13 other teams from the Los Angeles area that we're going to give you five. You know, it's right at $500 for this voucher. We're going to put you in a cabin for a night, feed you, Send you to all these events. All you we ask is that you document it with pictures so we can post over at zombiecast.net. So, uh, you know, and it's coming up soon, like in two weeks, these start. So we need some teams, guys. Chuck about Mosh Pit. We need 13 more. 13 it's more. Every, yeah. It's every, every Friday and Saturday and Sunday in the entire month of October, which adds up to what, like four times? Th- it's there's it's there's like what? 14 dates. 14 dates. So they gave us 28 tickets. So uh, so we're going to do that in teams. So let us know so you can represent ZombieCast Street Team. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One gamer tag is FreemanDaddy in the number 7. So be sure to follow us there. And like Norman said, we do Knuckleballer Radio, Knuckleballer Radio here on Sundays uh, at allgames.com. So check that out. But are you guys here? I'm here. All right. But on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, uh, Mr. Tiger Claw himself, Miss Rachel Drummond, Miss Norma Latte, Mr. Tedekin, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We call episode 172 of Zombicast. <laughs> yeah, Rachel, you gotta sign us out with some Australian love. Mm-hmm. Is Rachel gone? 
<laughs> I think Uh-oh. she's gone. Uh, she disconnected. I, I don't think she's gone on her own will. I think her connection crapped up. Yeah. Oh, Rachel's back. Sean, oh my God! Look, there's the a day. dinosaur. Day, Rachel, they, Triceratops still exist in uh, Australia. You need Australian. Magical. I can give you Australian. Oh my what? gosh, that's my GPS voice, by the way. The Australian accent. She just texts Freeman, you can hop in my pouch anytime. <laughs> Good night, somebody. Good night. See y'all later. Oh my. <laughs> Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.